G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him. Practical help right now with Tark Bana and Running With Fire. Thanks for joining me this week. And as we begin to wrap it up, we've been looking at this amazing statement that really gripped my attention, which said, because we are made in the image of God, we have an amazing capacity for godliness. I think that's just such a wonderful thought because so many of us feel like we fail too often. We trip up. We're not as good Christians as we should be. And I think sometimes we come to the conclusion that we never will be. It's not just not within us. This statement challenges that, and so does uh, Scripture challenges that, that we do have within us this great capacity to live godly lives and lives that please God. But we've been seeing over the last few days that it's not going to just happen. It's going to take a bit of effort and energy. We talked about athletes, how to get in good physical shape. It takes a lot of sacrifice, a lot of effort, a lot of discipline, and eventually they become great athletes and sometimes go on to win the prize or win a medal or to do well in their field of endeavor. As Christians, we have to exercise ourselves to be godly, and that also is going to take real effort and energy, sacrifice and discipline. Someone someone made the comment that there's many ways to fail in the Christian life, but all of them begin with a lack of discipline. We mentioned as we finished yesterday about Samson, highly gifted person, but he failed because he didn't discipline himself. And we wondered how on earth could Samson be so stupid as to fool around with Delilah and temptation. Then we went on to say, I wonder how different we are. Do we mess with temptation, compromise a little here and there? Compromise in where we go, what we watch, company we keep. The truth is no one wakes up one day and says, right, today I'm going to go out and sin and backslide. No, we don't do that. It just creeps up on us little by little, bit like boiling a frog. You turn the temperature up little by little so it doesn't notice what's happening until it's too late and it's dead. Paul said, I discipline my body and bring it under control. Whatever kind of temptation we face and however many times we've given into it we must choose now to follow Paul's example why not start from today never allow ourselves to think we just can't help ourselves because the Holy Spirit can help us to exercise restraint and self-control over the years you and I have seen many many Christians and Christian leaders included that have fallen into sin immorality financial misdealings, and in other ways, once used by God only to be sidelined. Why? Because they didn't discipline themselves as they needed to. Paul even said in 1 Corinthians that he was concerned that having preached to others, he then became a castaway and failed in his walk with God. I think a primary reason people fail is they don't control the appetites of the flesh. Instead of crucifying these things, they satisfy the cravings. In other words, they continue to watch 
what they know they shouldn't. They don't turn the TV off when they need to. Or they're not 100% honest with their finances. Don't pay their bills. You know, skip on some payments. Avoid their taxes. Rip off the social welfare. Doing things that are just not right. Eventually it will trip them up. Others allow a wrong attitude to continue in their heart for too long. In other words, they satisfy the cravings of the flesh. Maybe they listen to too much gossip or tolerate in their lives things that are not pleasing to God. Paul said, I bring my body into subjection. In other words, Paul says, but by the grace of God and with his help, I take control of these appetites of the flesh and I don't let them rule over my life. Sure, we're going to trip up from time to time, but hey, we can get up and get going again. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Paul mastered his flesh. I think sometimes as Christians, we tend to be led and controlled by our fleshly desires rather than being led and controlled by the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's good to ask this question, who's running your life? Who's ruling and dictating what you do? Is it your flesh or are you allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide and direct your life? Ask yourself this question and myself the question. If I keep going, you keep going the way you are today, will you end up a well-trained instrument for God to use for His purposes? You and I, are made in the image of God, which is an incredible statement in itself. In other words, in many ways, we are like God. Wow. We're the pinnacle of his creation. And being made in his image, God has placed within every one of us this amazing capacity for godliness. We all have the incredible potential to develop our character, to be like Jesus to be really good Christians. You have the capacity to love God with passion, to serve Him with zeal, to do exploits in His name. You really do have the capacity to be a phenomenal Christian. And it's my prayer that through your effort and discipline and the grace of God, you will become the wonderful Christian and follower of Christ that he created you to be. God bless you. Tark Barna is the senior pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website vision.org.au slash radio.